Hey everybody, this is Jenny Jam from Fret Sisters, reminding you to hit that follow button up on top. And follow us on social media at Fret Sisters on IG and at Fret Sisters on Facebook. We got a lot of good interviews and topics coming up. So do that. Peace. Hello, good people. This is LaCole Rose. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Between Frets, a space where female musicians who play stringed instruments meet and discuss all things music. We have an amazing show for you today. We have Molly Hanmer of Molly Hanmer and the Midnight Tokers. You know, just by that band name, you guys, you know this show is going to be amazing, okay? <laughs> Molly is a singer, a songwriter, a guitarist, and she plays the harmonica, which I personally think is kind of dope. I want to ask her about that. Uh, Molly, how are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. You are very welcome. We thank you for being here. And um, the band is out of Cali. Were you born and raised in Cali? I was in uh, Monterey, California. Oh, wow. That's rare. You know, people move out there, but you're already there in the mix. So yeah. that's, <laughs> that's great. So did you grow up around music or is anyone in your family musical? Yeah, my dad always had a guitar around the house. He had a banjo, too. Um, my mom didn't play music, but she was a big music lover and would always be playing good stuff like Etta James and a bunch of soul music. Oh, wow. That explains, that explains your vibe, your feel. I love it. Did you learn to play the banjo or guitar harmonica? What came first for you? Uh, the guitar, definitely. Uh, my dad, you know, I said he had one around the house, so I would just kind of mess around on that. And uh, he showed me chords, you know, like C, G, A, F. Yeah. <laughs> the basics. <laughs> and um, so I, I got started playing from him. And, and then when I showed some interest, he got me some lessons. Oh, that is great. That is great. So how long before you really became interested and wanted to get lessons? Well, I I guess I started playing around eight years old, but he took me to a couple lessons and it was fun, but I just didn't really have the focus yet or the discipline. Yeah. Um, and then when I was 13, I started to get into like punk and indie rock and, and that got me reinterested in the guitar and so I started taking lessons again and uh you know all history from there (laughs) (laughs) that's great that's great that's a nice journey so how did that veer into singing uh well I always wanted a band and I wanted to be a guitar player I didn't really want to be a singer or a songwriter um and but when you don't have a band to play with or one that has a singer then you kind of have to uh, do it step up (laughs) exactly (laughs) and so i i kind of forced myself to learn how to sing and play at the same time and um after a little while started writing songs and uh, yeah oh great so you you're a self-taught singer yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I did like <laughs> chorus in elementary school. Uh, hey, that counts. <laughs> I, I don't think it was really 
formal training, you know, <laughs> singing Christmas carols and whatnot. <laughs> that is cool. So, that, I mean, that's a good thing. At least you got used to, you know, being in front of people. That may have helped, you know, a little, you know. Yeah, yeah. I had some stage fright to get over. Um, like the the first time that I played guitar on stage, actually, I was supposed to sing a song. I don't remember what it was. I was pretty small. But I was supposed to sing a song at like a school talent show. And I got up there and I got too scared. But I had learned taps, you know, like the military song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. like picked that out on the guitar and I was really <laughs> proud of it. And so I just came back out and played that instead. And so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. I've never heard, I need to play taps. I've never heard that. <laughs> I know. It's so strange. No, that's nice. It's different. It's different. <laughs> so when you did that, so what were your musical influences, both in singing guitar, just all around? Um, They're kind of all over the place. I really like the blues. I like Howlin' Wolf, Muddy Waters. I like Sister Rosetta Tharp. Um, oh my goodness, old school. Yeah, yes. Stones. And then I also like, you know, more... Um, recent bands like I like Green Day I like the Buzzcocks I, um, and then I love Etta James in terms of singing oh wow you must have an old so those are a lot of heavy hitters back in the day yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> wow that is nice so um, when you took lessons did you uh, tell them like okay I want to learn how to play Howl Wolf or was it just you know how they normally do here's your C here's your C sharp and here's I mean is that how that went I had a really great teacher, um, and he the way he taught me is I would bring in a song that I liked, and he would figure it out on the spot and teach it to me, and, and that's how I would learn through the songs that I was excited about. So he really knew how to keep me motivated and interested in it. Um, so I, I probably started with more chord-based songs, and then when I started showing an interest in people like Callan Mould and Muddy Waters, um, he introduced me to uh, finger-picking and like Carter-picking and taught me the song Freight Train by Elizabeth Cotton. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No way. Yeah. So, <laughs> then I started getting really into finger picking and uh, I got really into Bob Dylan. And so, yeah. Oh, wow. I bowed down to you. You can play Flight Train. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> it, it took some time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is amazing. Finger picking is my nemesis. So, anyone that can do that is top shelf in my book, I tell you. So, since from going to playing taps to doing all of that to, you know, progressing, what was, could you explain your first gig and how that came about and what were you feeling during that time? Uh, yeah, I, I have a hard time remembering my first gig as a guitar player. Um, it was probably, uh, I, I remember in high school, there was this uh, guitar club, which was uh, kind of silly, but um, we, we played... Uh, it was Day Tripper by the Beatles. <laughs> oh, um, wow. And we, we played that. I don't remember why. It was it's like probably some some recital sort of thing. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that was the first time I played guitar in front of anybody. Wow. I mean, I was in the band, but we never had a guitarist. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty yeah, neat. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> 
So a- after you did that, did you go to did you go to university or college for music, or did you just didn't know you know that was your focus and you just went from well, there? I didn't go to university. I I moved from Monterey to San Francisco, and uh, I actually didn't really pursue music for a couple of years just for personal reasons and um i was in this relationship and kind of like hiding in that and ignoring that i wanted to be a musician um and then i met my friend claudia who's my manager now and she really encouraged me to get back into music um, so I took a, a few courses at San Francisco City College in piano and like audio production, uh, but mostly it was private lessons, you know, when I was in high school and after that, um, self-taught with a few lessons here and there. Oh my goodness. And you have piano and audio and well, listen, you're dabbling. You're... <laughs> <laughs> dabbling. I'm no expert on either. <laughs> So, where did the harmonica come in and all this? Yeah, well, when I got in high school, I got really into Bob Dylan and this guy named Jackie Green, and they both played harmonica, and it was also a good way to take some pressure off of me as a solo performer if I was going to start singing and playing guitar, um, just to fill in the, the gaps a little bit. Um, but I don't know. I, I really liked the harmonica. I liked folk and I liked blues. And um, it seemed like it was going to be easy enough to pick up. I learned otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that it wasn't exactly uh, the easiest thing in the world. But, yeah, I picked it up. <laughs> and that also goes into your style as well. Because, like, listening to your music, I can see the Bob Dylan. I can also see Janis Joplin in your sound. I don't know if she was an influencer. You listened to her yeah. at all? or Carly Simon type thing. Yeah, I really love it. I mentioned your band, The Midnight Tokers. Mm-hmm. How did the name come about? How did the band come about? It's pretty funny. <laughs> the band, I I just got pretty lucky and I met some great musicians when I first moved to LA um, because, I, part, partially because my dad's from LA, so he had some friends uh, who are musicians that play here. So I, I met people like John Bird, my keyboard player, and Keith Palmer, my drummer through them, and uh, met our bass player, Alex Uren, a little later after that. Um, and they're all fantastic. And I I came up with the name, I was trying to figure out a name, and it came up with a bunch of stupid ones, <laughs> as you do when you're trying to figure out a band name. And uh, then I wrote down the Midnight Tokers, and I thought I was being really clever and I didn't realize until I told the guys the next day they were like oh like the Steve Miller song (laughs) oh no I just totally unintentionally regurgitated that Um, but you know what it fits the vibe (laughs) yeah it does it does uh, you know I think it's appropriate it really does like I I mean I couldn't think of another name that would fit so (laughs) you had a full 12 song album come out last year called Stuck in a Daydream mm-hmm. and the first song hooked me like Take a Walk With Me how many songs did you write or how, what was the writing process for this album uh, well that's I think there's 
six originals and five covers. Um, the originals I wrote over maybe two years or so. Um, and my mom passed away a few years ago, so. Oh, condolences. Sorry to hear that. Thank you. Um, but she, her passing probably influenced me a lot with those songs, but it is also me going through some life changes, you know, coming out of my early 20s and going through a big move and, you know, just growing up (laughs) through shit. Yeah. (laughs) But sometimes going through things, you know, sprout the best songs, you know? And that's a very good album. I definitely, I would recommend that to all my friends. Because I found you a few months ago. And I was like, oh my goodness, I have to share this. And I have to get you on the podcast. Thank you so much. So, thank you. Are you working on any new music, any tours, anything going on right now? Yeah, we're working. We've recorded a few songs with um, Sheldon Gomberg, who engineered our first album. And he's producing this album. Um, And we just finished recording a few songs with him. And we're working on our second album. Um, I'm not sure exactly when it's going to come out yet. Probably next year. So we're working on that and uh, probably a tour along with that. So have you done the tour before? Do you usually stay in the West Coast or do you branch out a little further? So far we've been mainly West Coast based. Uh, You know, we go out uh, maybe a couple hours out of town. um, But we're hoping to do a national tour uh, with the second album. Yes, I'm going to speak that for you. It's yes, going to happen. <laughs> Since you're always with the band, do you do anything like on the side? Do you do any, say, gigs on the side? Say, hey, we need a guitarist at this wedding. Yeah. <laughs> would, I mean, would you do that? Um, If they pay me, sure. <laughs> but, uh, uh, no, usually I'm, I'm pretty focused on writing for the band um, and, and just rehearsing with them and playing gigs. Uh, but I would not be opposed to it. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that? You guys need a dope guitarist. She is available with right. um, <laughs> Is it finally hit you that, okay, I'm actually doing music? Did you have a thought that you can do this at this level when you were younger? Uh, I think I did when I was younger, and, and then I kind of lost it there for a little while. But when I moved to L.A. and started playing with the band, uh, you know, that, that was the dream. And, you know, mm-hmm. I've, I've got a really good manager at my side. I've got a really good band. And I think we're going to go big places. <laughs> yes, you will. Yes, you will. I love your style. If you had to nail your style down or sound down, how would you describe it to people? Uh, I used to say Americana because we have a lot of roots bass in our music. We have blues, folk, we have rock, we have you know even some funk in there um but i I don't know when i say americana i think people might go towards lumineers or like wilco um when i'm not sure that really fully encompasses it so lately we've been going with psychedelic folk rock (laughs) what okay new genre i like it i like it (laughs) what do you do when you aren't writing or doing music what what calms you what gives you peace Uh, When I'm not doing music, I have a wonderful dog that I spend a lot of time with. Her name is Luna. And we like to spend a lot of time outdoors hiking and stuff. And I've also really been into baking lately and learning how to make homemade bread. What? 
Can you can you make a good rosemary bread? That's yeah. my fave. Can you make a good one? Love yes. <laughs> that is great. I tried that once. It wasn't practice. <laughs> um. <laughs> it takes practice. It's, it's like it's kind of a science. <laughs> it yeah. really is. I I don't have the patience. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so we here at Fret Sisters love to hear about people's rigs, everything, mm-hmm. their gear. What do you have? What's your go-to? My go-to as of right now is uh, my amp is a Reverber Rocket Ampeg amp. It's from 1965. Um, and yeah, uh, and it, it's got kind of that clean early Beatles sound. And uh, I also use a Tube Screamer pedal a lot. Also vintage. I like the vintage if you haven't noticed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And my main guitar is probably my Eastman T386, which is essentially uh, the Eastman version of a Gibson 330 that BB King would play. Oh my gosh. Like I have to get you out of the East Coast. I just gotta see. I just gotta see you in person. That's, that's yeah, amazing. That'd be great. Um, you guys are in Philly, right? <laughs> we're in Philly, uh, New York, Atlanta, oh, and that's DC. Awesome. Yeah. I'd, I'd like it. Yeah. And do you have any endorsements that you want to mention? Um, I fully endorse Kamala Harris or Elizabeth Warren. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> hey, go ahead. I'm with it. And, um, you mean like equipment? <laughs> Yeah, sure. I mean, or you can mention your, you can mention that yeah. for it. <laughs> go vote, please. Um, please go vote. Uh, I mean, I love Eastern guitars. I love Lores. Are pretty good guitars that are up and coming. I really like. And give me, give me any hollow body. Give me a Gretsch, and I'll be happy. Yes. I don't know. In terms of bands, I endorse. I endorse a band called Marty O'Reilly and the Old Soul Orchestra. I think they're pretty great. Oh, wow. I have to look them up and look up that guitar brand. I've never heard of that one. I'll look that up as well. What do you want to tell any upcoming artists, you know, how to stick with it? Anything comes at you negative, how to avoid it and still, you know, pursue your dreams in music? Well, I think the main thing to remember is that it's about the music. It's about the joy of music and it's about making something magical worth living for and sharing it with people. And I think that it's really easy to lose that in in this Wild West music business environment where nobody knows what's going on. You just know you have to get the likes, you have to get the follows, you have to get the views. But just Mm -hmm. you gotta always remember that you're doing this because you love the music. Exactly. Plain and simple. Do it for the love of the music, yeah. for sure. Tell the people how they can follow you, reach you, where they can get your yeah. music. So you can follow us on Spotify. Um, we're on uh, Apple Music, Amazon, uh, Bandcamp. And uh, if you want to follow us on Facebook or Instagram, uh, we're on Twitter too. Uh, any of those, you'll be up to date with new music and new shows and Awesome. All right, you guys, that is it with Molly. I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank Molly for being such an amazing guest and wanted me to get her harmonica. harmonica. And um, everyone have a great day until next time. Thank you. Hey, Jenny Jam here with another segment of Riff Girl. I'll be playing this Linkin Park inspired riff. It's around the C sharp minor chord. Hope you like. Thank mm-hmm. you.
you want to learn more about this lick, hit us up on Facebook or Instagram at Fret Sisters or email us at fretsistersmusic at gmail.com. Peace and love. Bye.